This is the English 2.0 podcast. Communicate globally. Raise your level. Speak English naturally. Welcome to another episode of English 2.0 Podcast. My name is Al. In fact, today it is episode 13, lucky 13, should I say. And thank you so much for watching. I believe at this point in time, there have been over just over 11,000 downloads from, from about 48 different countries. Wow, I'm just amazed by that uh, number. So thank you so much for watching. Thank you so much for supporting the English 2.0 podcast. I'm very lucky to that you have uh, decided to spend your time with me each and every time I put out a new episode. So thank you so much for downloading and or watching. Now, as you know, uh, in this podcast, we don't always talk about, you know, phrases and grammar and stuff like that. Of course, it's important, but we want to talk about how to truly raise your level, how to, you know, be, you know, rise above the average level, rise above the average English-speaking student, uh, people who are learning English as a second language, okay? Because we realize that, you know, being average, being normal, is not necessarily a good thing. In fact, in most cases, it's not really that good. We want to be excellent. and We want to be exceptional. We want to be on that next level. We want to be communicating at a very high level. And that's the reason I put out this podcast. Is I want to talk to people just like you who have the same you know, way of thinking as me and the same way of uh, thinking as this English 2.0 community. Alright, in today's main topic, we're going to talk about fears of speaking English. Alright, now I know uh, when we speak another language, our second language or third language, uh, we sometimes you know, feel afraid because of different reasons. And today we're going to discuss those reasons because um, I think it's important that we really understand uh, why we're often afraid because it may cause us to be hesitant or um, not communicate successfully in the future or not uh, allow us to reach our future goals. So let's discuss uh, three of these fears today. The first one is the fear of not being polite enough. Okay, so for example, uh, perhaps in a business setting, um, writing email or uh, meeting a client, or not even in business, perhaps um, on your personal time, meeting a, a friend overseas. Um, sometimes we feel like, uh, you know, not intentionally, we're not being rude, but we feel like we might accidentally say something that may cause the listener to feel um, offended or just discomfort or possibly angry. And so we sometimes tend to be hesitant when we speak. And 
Um, sometimes it can interfere with our message to the listener. Okay, so how do we overcome this fear of uh, not being polite enough? Yeah. Well, you really have to understand that um, it's very hard to offend someone in English, in my opinion. You really have to you know, feel it you know, in your heart and you really have to you know, know the, the language that you, that you would use to offend someone or be very impolite. It's, in my opinion, it's very hard to, to cause someone to feel um, uh, discomfort or anger toward you without really trying. Okay? So, in other words, um, if you, you know, say something that you know, is not the highest level of politeness, but uh, you, you know, just a little bit below the right level, uh, I think the listener is going to understand and the listener is going to really uh, you know, take that into consideration and know that perhaps it's just a cultural uh, misunderstanding or they're going to give you a little more um, slack, as we say. They're not going to be so offended. So, in other words, uh, the, the cure for that is, you know, just try you have to try, you have to test. Now, the, if you are still very afraid of this, uh, the best thing is to uh, test with your teacher and ask your teacher for feedback. Um, if you're feeling a little more courageous, test it out with uh, a client or the next time you meet your friend um, and just notice their reaction. Watch their feedback and see what, see what works, see what doesn't work. And... Uh, you know, don't be afraid. Just test it out. Just know that it's very, very hard to really offend someone in English. So uh, give it a shot. I'm sure you can do it. All right, the next uh, fear we'll discuss today is the fear of not being understood. Okay, so for example, if you say something and the listener gives you a strange look like, hmm, what? Or perhaps they don't make eye contact with you and they lose interest, okay, well, yeah, that is a bit scary of a thought if somebody doesn't understand what we're saying because that'll cause us to feel, uh, you know, we'll feel like our English is not good enough, uh, you know, in our, our skills are not good enough, our vocabulary is not enough to, uh, to communicate successfully. We're going to be discouraged uh, to communicate the next time or we're going to lose confidence in trying to, uh, you know, speak English in the future. Okay, so how do we overcome this fear? Well, we have to understand, we have to trust that the listener is listening to try to communicate with us. Okay, they're trying to understand us. They're not listening to point out all of your mistakes. Okay? They want to hear your message, and they are interested in you. That's why they're talking to you. Okay, so in many cases, they're going to give you another chance. Okay, they're going to say like, "Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, could you say that again?" Or, um, "I'm sorry, I didn't understand that. Could you rephrase that?" Or something like that. They're going to give you another chance to uh, to let you explain what you mean. Okay, so instead of looking at this as failure, look at this as a great opportunity. And this is an opportunity for you to try again, okay? 
And when you try again this time, the important thing to remember is use simpler language. Okay? Try with simpler words, easier words, okay? Because the goal now is not to have perfect, beautiful English. The goal is to be understood, okay? And when you are understood by the listener this time, it's going to raise your confidence, okay? They're going to understand you. And uh, for next time, you go home, then you study, you think about what happened, and then you can make adjustments for next time. But it's going to give you confidence to, to go, uh, and try the next time so you know give it a shot and don't be afraid to uh, not be understood because you're going to get another chance if you you know I don't like to use the word failure but if you do fail to be understood one time think you're going to get another chance to correct yourself or make adjustments for next time and that is the important thing all right, the final uh, fear we're going to discuss today, I think, is the, the most common uh, fear of them all, and that is the fear of making grammar mistakes. All right, we're all afraid of making grammar mistakes, and why is that? Okay, if I just said before that, you know, there's really no right or wrong in the real world, it's just, you know, understand or be, or don't understand or don't be understood. Why are we afraid of making grammar mistakes? Okay, well, of course, we need basic grammar to be understood. Okay, I'm not saying it's not justified. Of course, it's very natural to feel uh, afraid of that. But what are the other reasons? Okay, well, we have to think about our cultures. Uh, we have very test-taking type cultures where, you know, when we take a test of anything, but particularly English or language, there's often a right or wrong answer, okay? And through these kind of tests that we take, we kind of develop this fear of making mistakes uh, because if we make a mistake, our test score is going to be lower. And that's just a you know, natural part of the system. What happens then is we become afraid to speak in the real world because we're afraid of making these same mistakes, Okay, now, the reason why this fear is so destructive to people's uh, learning and communication is because it often affects how you speak. Uh, often when you feel afraid of making a mistake, you're going to, you know, have breaks in your uh, speech. You're gonna, your pace is going to be off. Sometimes you're going to stop and start again. And um, it's just going to cause a lot of damage to your fluency and to your overall communicative effectiveness. And so that's why we've got to overcome this fear as soon as possible. Now, how do we do that? Okay. Well, the most important thing is to know that making mistakes is part of the learning process. Let me say that one more time. Making mistakes is part of the learning process. Okay. Now think about, for example, when you learn how to ride a bicycle. Well, of course, you had to fall a few times, right, before you could ride it. Or when you're a baby learning how to walk, you had to fall many times before you could walk. Okay? It's, just, it's part of the learning process. Now, once you understand this, wouldn't you want to speed up that process to help reach your goal faster? So, in other words, 
make more mistakes. Okay? Keep making them faster and faster and that'll truly speed up your learning process and you'll reach your goal much, much faster. Okay? Now, the, if you try to be perfect every single time, that'll slow down your process. It is destructive to your process, in fact. Now, that's a natural tendency because that's the way we've been taught to think uh, in school and uh, in our classes. Okay? So I'm telling you now, uh, I totally believe we've got to make mistakes frequently and often in order to speed up our learning process. Now, the other thing is we have to learn from our mistakes, of course. So we have to apply what we've learned to future interactions. Okay? We, we can't just keep making the same mistakes over and over. We have to learn from them. And the key is to make new mistakes. Okay? And the more you keep making new mistakes, keep learning from them, applying them to your future interactions, I guarantee you, the faster you will achieve your English goals. Okay, so here's your action plan for today's lesson. Number one, always speak with confidence. Number two, know that the listener wants to communicate with you. And number three, make lots of mistakes and make new mistakes. Okay, so there's one thing I want to leave you with. And... The good news about this is that it doesn't cost a thing. The only cost to you is changing your mindset. And everyone can do that. Everyone has the chance, has the ability to raise their level to English 2.0. So I want you to really think about these things and overcome these fears as fast as you possibly can. And we'll see you at level English 2.0. Alright, we're going to have to uh, end it there for today, but thank you again so much for watching. Uh, if you have a question, please send it to me, ask at alsensei.com uh, or you can follow me on Twitter at alsensei and I'd be happy to get back to you or answer any questions you might have. Also, if you'd like to take part in my brand new uh, pronunciation course, uh, part of the Natural English uh, full course, and this is uh, part one of that course. If you would like to take that course for free, absolutely free, please uh, go to alsensei.com slash tips and you'll find how to sign up, find out how to sign up right there. Uh, all you need is your name and email address and you'll be right on your way to natural sounding pronunciation so thank you again for watching today and we will see you next time